Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Frisco and it's again time for my real estate show. Today on my podcast, uh, Frisco Housing Market Insight, uh, my guest today will be Chris Christian with uh, BHC Office Solutions. And uh, if you are a fan of the Cajun food, uh, there is a restaurant in Frisco where you can enjoy it and I will talk about it today. Meet Mr. Frisco, a realtor selling residential real estate in Frisco and far north Dallas. As a former professional athlete, track and field and strength and conditioning coach, Mr. Frisco immigrated to the USA 20 years ago with $50 in his pocket, a suitcase and zero English to pursue the American dream and build a successful real estate business. Hardworking, persistent, customer service and detail oriented, Mr. Frisco strives to secure a smooth closing on his client's biggest investment, their home. He puts his experience and knowledge to serve his clients the best way possible. Building his business by referral allows him to maintain relationships with his clients and serve them even after the transaction is closed. This is Frisco Realty News with Mr. Frisco. So let's navigate through the housing market in Frisco. The average time for homes uh, for sale in uh, June for Frisco is 12 days on the market, which is great news for buyers and sellers. And for buyers, because the homes for sale say stay longer on the market, so they can choose. And for the sellers, because 12 days, it's still short time compared with like a five, seven years ago when it was probably around 40 days. So here are the key updates for July in pre-owned single family housing market. So let's drive into it. Home prices are up with uh, the median price in July reaching $686,500, a 2.8% increase from the last year and a 9.6% raise from June. More homes are on the market too, so with 374 houses available for sale, which is 25.6% higher than the last year. Sales are slowing down with 50% fewer homes sold than last year and 10.6 fewer than in June. Homes are taking a bit longer to sell as we talked about uh, in a couple of minutes ago, so with a median of 12 days on the market. The pending sales decreased by 15.3% from last year and 22% from June with 2.3 months of inventory on the market. So traditionally, the decrease in pending sales and existing home sales, along with increasing inventory, shows that the market is slowing down. And as we talked before, the prices are still going up because the inventory is still very, very low. Now let's talk uh, how to prepare your home to sell quick. The market is still good for sellers, but yet you still need to do some work to prepare your home for sale in order to sell quick for top dollars. So um, what is important to know in this market, that market is strong for sellers, but... Uh, buyers like to um, buy uh, upgraded homes uh, and 
those that are not upgraded are staying on the market. It is not uh, the same market as it was as it was like uh, a year, year and a half ago. So the first thing uh, you need to do, inspect your uh, house and make sure that the roof, AC and foundation are in good condition. All of this could give you a lot of issues uh, if, the, if they're not in a good condition and you are in the middle of a transaction. The first impression is a very important. Believe it or not, buyers make their mind in 15 seconds. Uh, so brighten your exterior with some uh, uh, gardening magic, maybe a fresh coat of paint or a new welcome mat. Now uh, we're going to move indoors. So think about uh, staging your home. A uh, splash of cover here and new caution there. And uh, suddenly your home speaks welcome in every corner. Advice with your realtor and contractor what it, uh, what it needs to be updated. This digital error requires a dazzling photos. Get a professional photographer. Showcase your home's best angles. Uh, and remember, your online listing is often that first meet and greet with potential buyers. Make it stand up. Hire a seasoned real estate agent. We will guide you to set the, the, the perfect price, not, not too high to scare of the buyers and not too low to, under, to uh, undersell. And uh, be ready for some friendly negotiations. The aim? Well, win, win deal for everyone. So now it's time for my guest, Chris Christian with BHC Office Solution. Hey, Chris. How are you? Good, good. Friday good. afternoon. Love it. Yeah. Hey, happy Friday. Amen. Thank you. It's Thank it's you. coming. The Friday. Ah, the weekend is coming. <laughs> we deserve it. We do. We deserve we do. it. Good to have you on my podcast. I, I know. I mean, we can get right past this drinking water out of this. <laughs> you think it's water? Okay. Oh, yeah, mine's oh, yeah, water. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 they yeah. said it's water. Yeah. Hey, the wife might be watching. <laughs> it's water. <laughs> it's water. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So uh, we have known each other probably for a couple of years. And um, uh, you will be BHC Solutions. So what kind of solutions do you offer? Uh, office off Solutions. I'm sorry, BHC Office Solutions. So what kind of solutions do you offer for the Well, in the office world, it's pretty much everything. Uh, we are a large liquidation decommission company, which allows us to bring in high-end pre-owned so we can sell new or high-end pre-owned to our customers. Uh, and that really covers the entire gamut. Everything from uh, the flooring people that we work with to the people that do the cabling and all of that. We work with everybody as a whole generalized uh, solution to to the the answers that you need. Because each project's a little different. I mean, you might come in, need a chair and a desk. Uh, I might be working with a client that's you know needing. 50 cubicles and 20 uh, private offices. So we cover it all. That sounds kind of complicated. You know, when I, when I think about the office, uh, office uh, furniture, so I just go to the store and just like want this chair and uh, this cubicle, just get me in there. Uh, so but that, that sounds like a much more complicated. So uh, that's a, you're part of the entire project to set an office. 
Oh yes, yes, yes. I work. I work with the different uh, departments with within everything because we do design and layout, and we feel measure if necessary. Uh, we take it each little step through the process because it really is a process. And in a lot of these projects, I mean, I like to say it's just furniture because furniture is made to make the process better and easier for everybody that uses it. But if we don't put the right product in for a client, it's not going to be right. So we have to, we have to go through and, and, and take the time to talk to the clients and actually find out exactly what your needs are. All right. Well, um, then, uh, so you, do you sell a new furniture? We do. New furniture. Yeah, we sell new furniture. Uh, we work with probably 50 lines all of the time. Uh, we have access to a, a lot more than that, but we will, we will narrow that down as to what you need the furniture to do for you. You know, I mean, if we're talking about uh, just seating, which I love to get into seating, we can talk about that. But if you're needing uh, different communications, uh, soundproofing for your offices and things like that, uh, we, we do all of that. So, uh, Uh, really just going in and, and and really digging in and talking to the clients and making sure that we're getting what the customer needs. Okay, so uh, office chairs. That sounds... Uh, okay, I listened to, to your presentation, you know, one time, and, and uh, you know, it's just... My, It's, it's just a chair, man. Okay, so you go, you sit, and you feel... Uh, what's so complicated with these chairs? Well, it's not really complicated. The thing with the chair is, what do you need that chair to do? Because if you come in and say, Chris, I need a chair. Well, I've got to find out what's going to do. Do you need it to fold up and stack and make it where you can put it away? Or is it a chair that you're going to sit in all day at your desk, you know, and you're working eight hours a day sitting in that chair? Is it something, I mean, because if you sit in a chair and I sit in a chair, it may fit me great, may not fit you at all. So you have to find out exactly what you're doing. And then when you do say it, oh, say, okay, I'm going to sit in this chair at my desk and work on my computer all day. I need it to be adjustable enough to fit to you instead of you fitting to the chair. Like we've always done for all of these years is we just take whatever we get and we sit in it. I can adjust the chair starting with the seat depth to fit what you need instead of the other way around. All right. Well, that sounds like a science a little bit, you know, that fits uh, for a certain person with a certain body type and, and uh, let's say, such a posture. So uh, that's interesting. So you, do, you, do you actually ask all these questions when you sell the furniture? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if I've got a client that's just buying a chair, all of those questions, you really have to find out what they need, what they're going to be doing to be able to bring exactly what they need. I mean, if, like I say, if, if all you need is, uh, you know, a hundred folding chairs that you're going to hide in the closet at the gym when the basketball game's over and then pull them back out when you need to have a meeting, that's one thing. You know, if you're, if you need lobby seating or something like that, that's a completely different animal. So we just really need to know what you're wanting each part of the project to do. So, yeah, we spend a lot of time just talking to our clients and listening to what they need. 
So what what what's your focus? Do you work more with small comp small businesses and small companies, or you work more you know corporations, or you just you don't have specific target? We work with all different sizes of companies, but our main focus, the main part of our business, is mid-sized businesses uh, from ten to fifty is probably the biggest part of our business. Uh, right now with the economy, there are people putting in their businesses, they're refreshing, bringing people back to work. It, it's really exciting right now. Because like I say, people are coming in and going out, but they're all changing, looking for something new, something fresh. So a lot of people have been working from home uh, and um, now the economy is not that great. Uh, how does it affect your business? You guys are doing well. I know that you're doing well, but uh, it takes probably more work to get it done. It does on the sales side. On Luckily for us, we're on both sides. Uh, with liquidation and decommission, as people decommission a site, uh, say you've got a location over in Round Rock that you need to shut down because you haven't had anybody there since COVID knocked it out. Well, we'll go over there and we'll do something like that. So it's good for us on that side of the business as the uh, the economy ebbs and flows. But I'm telling you, people are opening businesses every day or refreshing. Uh, I mean, just yesterday, I, I wrote business for a 43 cubicle uh, situation, three different types of cubicles for one company. And I talked to an individual insurance agent and sold him four little desks, and four little chairs. So, you know, every day we're dealing with different size companies and trying to tailor it to where it fits exactly what they're doing. That's good to know. So you would even deal with even the individual? Oh, we do. If I need a chair, I can come to see Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Call up BHC and say, hey, where's Chris the chairman at? I'm going to give you my my weights, my size, and everything, so you're going to get the best chair for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Okay. Liquidation. What's that? What's that? A lot of people, they... Uh, I don't believe that people imagine that your business as a, you know, office furniture has different, different sides and uh, liquidation is one part. And before I met you, by the way, I, I, I didn't have any idea that, that exists. So what thing is liquidation and how that helps the businesses? Okay. Well, liquidation, like I say, if you've, if you've got a location that, that has been down and, and nobody using it for a couple of years instead of continuing to uh, pay for that or store it or whatever, we will come in and liquidate it and pull it out of there and pay you what the value is of what we're doing, less the cost of us going to get it out. Uh, we do this all over the country. Uh, we do different liquidations and installations, but that liquidation side of it uh, is on that that's a bigger process. I mean, that's larger projects to do a liquidation. We also do decommission. That's when people are just getting rid of, you know, they've got that 1970s ugly cherry stuff that they've got to get rid of, and we will decommission that and keep it out of the landfills. You know, we do a good job of uh, of being green, even though we don't, we don't preach it enough. So it's like uh, I do... You know, I'm moving out of my house and I have a lot of stuff that I don't need and I'm wondering where to 
to, to throw it because it's now it's definitive even to to get rid of it. So you are coming there and you help these people to get rid of the their stuff and their on office the office furniture. side. Yeah, on the office furnishings and uh, a lot of times on a liquidation, it's everything from the art on the walls and the rugs in the halls. <laughs> To then the office furniture, the chairs and the desks yeah. and the panels and all of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you don't think about. We've even had uh, liquidations where we had to liquidate uh, medical clinics, a corporate medical clinic. You know, we've done that several times. Uh, uh, one of the funny ones was uh, they had a corporate gym. So we had to pull out all of the exercise equipment in that whole huge corporate gym. The, the stuff you see down at Gold's. That type of equipment, we had to do that. That's part. Of, that was part of our job. So you do the gym equipment too? Uh, we did it, and we brought it in, and we, and we turned that right back around to a used gym equipment dealer. Oh God! All right. Yeah. Wow, that's, so, okay. I mean, we work with. It's a lot of moving pieces to do these. That's interesting. Jobs. Yeah, because people don't realize sometimes that that would be a headache when they have to just move out from office or office building or. It is. It's a big deal. It's like a big say, deal, it, apparently, it, it really is. I mean, because you're working with uh, you're working with your IT staff. You're working with all of that. You're working with us. You're, you know, so you you got a lot of moving parts there. If I was going to give the one biggest piece of advice to anybody doing anything on office furniture, is plan ahead. Give yourself plenty of time. Don't put yourself in that rush, in that time crunch where, oh, my Lord, I've forgotten I've got a week to get everything out of that office. Don't do that to yourself, you know, because it's just tougher and more expensive to do it that way. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stressful. Then you're going to need a lot of tequila. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, but uh, uh, just take that stress off of you, yeah. you know, because you're stressing enough if you're moving. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need any more stress. You know? Well, yeah, that's all. So it helps a lot, apparently, to businesses needs to know that because apparently some of them, they realize a couple of weeks, as you said, before they move that, oh, man, I can't, what I'm going to do with that furniture? And, you know, that's um, that's a headache. So you are from Amarillo? Uh, originally from Amarillo, yes. All right. And um, how long have you been in this business? I started in this business in the late 70s, 78, November of 78. Oh, yeah. Oh, so a minute. Well, I took 10 years out and did a couple like other things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is just like that. Uh, funny say, but yeah, no, uh, November of 78, I started as an installer for a steel case dealership in Emerald. And why did you decide to get in this business? Well, I actually just did it. Um, starting in that job, and I, I just got hooked on it. I really did. I'm a furniture nerd from way back, you know. Uh, I like to tell people I, I'm i the guy that turns that chair over to see who makes it if I don't recognize who makes it. If it's cool, I want to know who makes it. You know, I might want to sell that to somebody. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's I, cool. I, so um, before you um, moved to Dallas, Dallas had your area, what you had done there in the office furniture business? Did you work for somebody or you had your own business? Well, kind of all the above. Started as an installer, worked up, and if, you know, three or four years, I was the installation manager, went into sales, became a sales manager. I'd worked for everybody in that market. Uh, 
up in that part of the world, West Texas, Amarillo, Lubbock, all of that up there. I had, uh, like I say, I had worked for everybody and kind of done everything until I was like most salespeople. I decided I was smarter than everybody else and opened my own place. Cool. Yeah, I did that for five years and then uh, sold to one of the bigger companies out there and became a sales manager for them for uh, 12 locations in four states over seven years. Nice. And, uh, and then decided that I needed to be in the Dallas market. So, so you started from the lowest level in the hierarchy. So you started from the in-store and you, may, you build it up. Yep. Just over time doing you, different you things. Yeah. That's great. Huh? That was good to have you here. Oh, <laughs> well, we enjoyed here. I mean, there's 7 million more customers here than there are in the Emerald. I know. Area. DFW is growing like crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's here. good for my business too. So oh, I'm yeah, happy. Both of us, yeah. As people come in, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, if somebody would like to reach out to you, you know, and needs your service, how can they do that? Uh, well, you can just reach out. Uh, you can go to the website, bhcos.com. Uh, uh, BHC Office Solutions, uh, we're, you know, we're open Monday through Friday. You can call us, phone, text. Uh, I mean, I, my information is out there on LinkedIn and everything. There's every way to get a hold of me. Uh, and again, uh, my email is chris, C-H-R-I-S, at bhcos.com. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, by the way, uh, um, have you sold to some, uh, let's say, the White House or the governor office, some chair? They must be very special chairs. Our elected officials, they need, they like to sit in a good, you know, like comfortable. So, have you? Yes. Yes, we have. I have. Really? Yes. Through the years, uh, different government entities. Uh, it, They spend a lot of money on their furniture, and they get the best price. Really? Yes. Is it because they're good negotiators? Or? Well, the, the federal government does all that negotiating. <laughs> I know. <You> know <laughs> they don't know how to do it. <laughs> they do it for them, you know, ahead of time. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, they spend a lot of money on their furniture. Wow. wow. You know, they really go high end. Wow. Okay. Okay, because I have seen the, the presidential chair in the George Bush library, but um, I actually sat in there, but it's just for a few seconds. Um, but I didn't feel any difference. Who knows if you sit all day there, and probably you're going to feel it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's great. Um, all right, Chris, uh, so now everybody knows how to reach out to you. Um, thanks for attending my podcast uh, and um, I will see you soon around because we're both networkers so we see each oh, other yeah. pretty often oh yeah well I appreciate you for having me on I mean I don't get to say this enough but I am Chris Christian the chairman Chris the chairman <laughs> all right so ladies and gentlemen Chris Christian the chairman if you need office furniture just reach out there thanks Chris thank you Victor So uh, now uh, it's a, it's a time for our social news. Um, let's talk about restaurants in Frisco again. Uh, if you would like to have a great time and enjoy Cajun food in Frisco, great culinary del uh, delights await uh, at the Green Gator. 
I would like to introduce you to this wonderful restaurant filled with Cajun goodness. And uh, let's uh, dig right in. Located in the heart of Frisco, the Green Gator, a restaurant that truly uh, embodies the, the, the spirit of Southern hospitality. It's a place where the friends and family come together to enjoy good food, cold drinks, and a warm company. The first thing you will notice when you step in the Green Gator is the inviting atmosphere with comfortable seating, friendly staff, and, um, vi and vibrant decor. It's an established. Uh, it, it is an establishment that immediately feels like a home away from home. The real star. The real star of uh, the Green Gator is, of course, the food. The menu is a delightful mix of Cajun and Creole dishes, offering a taste of New Orleans right here in Dallas, in Texas. From gumbo and jambalaya to pop boys and crawfish, the authentic flavors are sure to satisfy your taste buds. In addition uh, to the delicious food, the Green Gator offers a wide a range of drinks. Whether you're in a mood for a classic cocktail, a cold beer, or a refreshing non-alcoholic beverage, you will find uh, plenty of, uh, of options to quench your thirst. The Green Gator uh, uh, <clears throat> regularly hosts live music and sports events, adding to the um, uh, lively and fun uh, ambience of the place. Whether you're looking to catch the game with uh, friends or enjoy some tunes with uh, your meal, the Green Gator has got you covered. In conclusion, the Green Gator Frisco is more than just a restaurant. It's a hub of community, fun, and most importantly, great food and drinks. So, whether you're local uh, looking for a new favorite uh, hangout or a visitor uh, eager to try some um, authentic southern cuisine, be sure to check out the Green Gator. You're sure to have a good time. This is all for today. Thank you for watching and I look forward to seeing you on my next podcast.